Welcome back, beautiful people. Mm -hmm. How you guys doing? You guys know how we like to kick it off. In order to take accountability for what has passed and what will be, there's no time like presently. So, for all of those with mouths and ears, can we have a moment of your time? We want to gain some perspective. Can we have a piece of your mind? What's good, Hector, man? Oh, man, it's good, bro. It's really good. How you been, man? I'm good, man. How you feeling after Thanksgiving, man? How you feeling? How was your Thanksgiving, bro? Feeling good, man. Yo, it was it was nice, man. We uh we had a you know a little get together with Kate's family. Um, her grandma put something together every year, so we showed up with like a little potluck. Everybody brought a dish, which was really good. Yeah. Everybody brought their best dish, and uh, it was fire, bro. It was fun. Everybody was in a good mood, kind of thing. Yeah, and it was cool, man. It was it was chill. You know, it's nice to to have that four day break too, because that Thursday, Friday, and then the weekend, so. I got four days to relax and like really catch up on some rest and just that R and R, man. You know, and I ain't never hating on no R and R, man. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, can't go wrong with some rest, man. Yeah, man. But it was dope, bro. It was really cool. It was chill. You know, weekend went smooth. It went by fast. I'll tell you that. But that's all right, man. I'm ready to get back into the grind to get that money. You know. Let me show y'all. 
how dedicated I am to this. You see how you see what it looked like outside? Uh-huh. See all that black? It's midnight right now. We actually we're late in Connecticut. We're late in hey. Connecticut. We're supposed to drop this by Sunday. We're now late in Connecticut. We still going to Colorado, though, right? We're good for it. Exactly. We're two hours <laughs> behind, man. So we ain't late. We right on time, bro. <laughs> Word, man. It's going to be up before tomorrow, man. But... Absolutely. But, yo, yo, heck, man. It was a great trip, bro. That's dope, Frank. Like, yo, I'm I'm fiending for one of those, man. Because, like, yo, it's just like you said, man. The Thanksgivings are different. You know, everybody's everywhere kind of thing. You know, my parents being in Florida. You know, I got the blended family thing, so not only do I have to, like, have my kid for the week, but then I've got to make sure that my daughter also has time with us in order for us to take off. So we got to wait for, like, the stars to align kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really hard for us to get out, man, but I'm fiending for it, bro, because, um, you know, we got to go down to Florida um, this uh, last year, and uh, it was it was dope, man. We got to, you know, chill with my brother, his lady. Uh, my parents, me, my lady, Aiden, you know, we all got to go down and, yo, it was so dope, man. Like, it was so cool, Frank. Like, yo, we was literally out on my parents' lanai having a fucking cypher. Like, we were freestyle hip-hopping, bro. My dad, yeah. um, I, I, he's kind of like an uncle, man. He's been around my family forever. But Galvin, um, my brother, yeah. his lady, Kate, my, yo, we was out there literally in a circle in a cypher, bro. At, like, maybe <laughs> it was so cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'm feeling for that, man. I'm feeling for that connection again. You know what I'm Yo, saying? Bro, that's the that's that's the thing, man. This trip, it's it's about it's about Thanksgiving. It's about, I mean, I don't know what the originate, you know, where what it originated from. But since I've been on this earth and we've been celebrating Thanksgiving, it's, it was really it's really about family getting together and yep. the connections you the ne- the connections you're able to like create. It, it you know in that short time when you're spending with family, those mm-hmm. things. Those things, like those memories, last forever. Yo, Dylan came with me, right? And and like, you know, Dylan, my road dog, bro. But we yeah. wanted to go stay by Joy's for um, like that from Thanksgiving Day, the, the end of Thanksgiving Day, to the rest of the trip. Okay. And she got kids Dylan's age, and Dylan, you know, Dylan ended up leaving my side. He he was hanging out with his cousin. I like you know what it. I mean? Upstairs, taking in, taking in whatever. Whatever you know that he was taking in, but the thing is, when he thinks about that cousin now, now he has a memory to go with that cousin. You get what I'm saying? Something he didn't have before. Right. And then, yo, you can't make connections. You can't repeat connections like you. You can't make them like a Thanksgiving dinner, like a big family thing. Mm-hmm. After, you know, the connectivity that was going on over um with me was actually a lot about um my family's um other language i don't even know what to call it it's not even their it's not even their first language anymore you know okay. dominica but they they usually speak the broken french yeah and i i was never i wasn't raised up on it like that so i don't really know it mm. but like after that trip now i'm like yo you know what it's really something that's dying out because with each with which with each um generation that comes less of, you know they learn less and less of the broken french and they know more of the english yeah, the English is you know the English is spoken more, and they they you know they write it and teach it in school. Yep. The patois they never wrote it, so that that's 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 one thing they can't keep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And all they had the language, and it was used. It was mostly used to communicate with each other, the people in the island. You know what I'm saying? It was not something that was taught in school. They didn't even have a school like way yeah. back when. So we was connecting. We was connecting in in, in like um. 
I decided to like I'm, I'm after this year, man. When I when I speak to that side of my family, I'm gonna mm. start with with the broken French, bro. I'm gonna start talking Ooh. to them like that. See if I can start embracing some conversation. That was inspired by you and your your dual lingual and, and wanting to yes. speak with your family, your, your grandparents, bro. I might as well do it too. Why not? Why they not? speak a language, right? You know what I mean? Ain't too late. To, ain't too late to learn. Not at all. Still got them. Not at all. And that's the thing, too, man. Not only through that, bro, you're also creating another memory, another deeper memory, because I remember listening, y'all, listening in the house and listening to your pops and Grandma Rosie speak patois. I'm just like, hearing them go. And I'm always just trying to listen in, like, like you know, kind of understand it. And, y'all, after a little while, I understood it, man. I got to really understand Yo. what they were saying. So, like, they give me a command, hey, go do this. I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I knew what they were telling me to do, just being around it. So, like, having that you know, the fluidity and just being a part of that language and being able to hear it, understand it, and then speak it, bro, is something so different, man. And so yeah, if yeah. you do that around your kids, man, that's going to create another memory because they're going to be like, what is that? What are you talking? And then you explain it to them and that gives them a deeper understanding and, you know, like that that want to to dive deeper in that shit too. And, it, yeah. you know, it's enriching to the soul, bro, because, again, that connection, man, you're, you're making a, a, a much more deeper connection than we ever did as children because you know when you're children the parents speak down to us kind of thing but now that we are adults we speak to each other kind of thing you know what i'm saying it's a little different yeah. you know the, the way the conversation rolls and so like yeah that shit is cool man i'm glad that you're gonna, you're gonna plan to do that man because yeah, that, yeah. Fun, Yo, man. you know what if i can inspire any young person who who who's from a mixed background or, or their family knows another language and you haven't learned it Yo, go pick it up. Go mm -hmm. learn it with your elders is what I want to tell you. Go learn it with your elders because you know what? With all, all the conversations I have this week, I, I talked to all of my 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 great my um, my aunt, my great aunt, my grandmother. I was talking to all of them, picking their brains, just just letting them pour into me, bro. Like taking on their wisdom. So I want to encourage any young person, like yo, D, our elders, yo. Mm -hmm. As we as we age, you know, you know, we're we're not as mobile we're not as energetic you know what i'm saying but we, what we do keep is this wisdom and you know our our elders they want to pass on their, the wisdom that they have man and it's, it's it's for us to the wisdom that they have is for us to eat the meat and spit out the bones because yo they have a lot of knowledge up there but they come from a different time so there are going to be some differences there are going to be some things that we don't agree with but mm. again it's all eat the meat spit out the bones so, because trust me your, your elders your elders got some, they got something for you. They got some knowledge for you. If you're yeah. willing to listen, you have to have listening ears and an open mind, man. Yeah, that's right. You know? Yeah, it, it was something I saw, man. Like, it must have been on, like, Facebook or Instagram or something. I saw it a while ago. And um, it was talking about, you know, here's this thing to do, you know, to keep that information alive and healthy within the family. And it was like, you know, go buy a journal. And then everybody in your family that's at the age of, like, 50 and up, Ask them to write a piece of wisdom that they want to share with the generations coming. Ask I everyone like that, to write something, bro. And then you I like have this book of like solid knowledge from experience living this life. And I'm thinking, damn, I want to do that too. That's that's kind of dope. Because... What episode is this? Episode 27? I need to remember to come back to it for uh, yeah. next day, Jim, so I can remember to take this idea, yes, bro. Yes, sir. That's what I'm man. saying. I, I, wanted, I wanted to do something like that, man. It, it's so simple, bro. Just have them write it down. And have them write it in the way they want to write that shit. You know what I mean? Like, don't mm -hmm. you know, don't write it in perfect English. And no, write it the way you write it. So, like, that way you, you could just, it's still rich. You know what I'm saying? It's rich in content. But then it's also rich in that backstory, the way it was written. 
And so, like, yeah, that's just an idea I, I heard of a long while back, man. And I'm like, man, I really want to do nah, that. I'm going to take that one, bro. I'm yeah, going to take that cool. one. Cause you know what, Hector? This 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 trip inspired me, bro. You mm. know what? It, it was cool. Our family used to, they used to get together. and We used to um have big, big Thanksgivings. Everybody used to bring food. It stopped for some reason. Mm. And that that's okay. You know, everything needs a break. You know what I mean? Everything needs a break, bro. It, it wasn't only, it wasn't until I, you know, the first time I moved out of my, well, not the first time, but it wasn't until after I moved out of my parents' house and, and lived on my own. You know what I mean? It wasn't until then that, like, and I took a break from it. It wasn't mm. until then that I found peace. I had to, I had to take a break from the noise that I was used to and accustomed to to yep. find some peace. You get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, this break from this break in the family, that was dope, man. It was cool, but it, it's over now, okay? Yeah. Next, next year I need it. I'm about to be in everybody in like a freaking a freaking fly, okay? Because next year I need I need I need more family over, man. It was the connections was too dope with just a little bit of family I have. Yeah. But you know, and you know what? Honestly, if I had more people over, maybe grandma would have paid somebody else some more attention because she was on me, okay? She, she was oh, ripping me a new one when I was down there, man. I figured she had to get that in while I was there too, man. Yeah, but you know, you know? Was, I ain't that young man no more though. So I don't, you know, I don't argue with her or nothing oh, like really? that, bro. I take my time. I take my time with the conversation. I, I let her get out everything she got to get out. I'll be, then I tell her, "Hey, Grandma, you're talking about the past. That happened five minutes ago, Grandma. <laughs> like, I can't take it back now. Can we move on? Okay, all right." <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, I get that, man. Even though that was that was a um. A come to experience for me too, bro. Cause like, you know, we, we don't get to see like, you know, by my parents, um, you know, before last year, I hadn't seen him in three, almost four years, you know what I'm saying? But I talked to him on the phone all the time, yeah, yeah. I didn't get to sit down and break bread and drink and hug and laugh. I didn't get to do that with them for almost four years, bro. And so they remembered a different version of me that sat before them. And I wasn't in the healthiest of times, bro, but I was still somewhat put together. But that most recent time, man, they looked at me and they were just like, damn, like you look happy. You look good. You know, you got an energy about you. And it's just like, yeah, man, I, I feel better. You know, and a lot of that is thanks to Kate and, you know, all the changes in my life that I kind of was willing to put in. But like, I can't wait to see them again because Yo, from last time to this time, that's even more of a change, bro. Like, I've been growing constantly. And so, you know, the most recent version of me that they remember is that healthy. But, they, you know, they get to see us up on here. Because my parents, you know, fortunately, Frank, they do watch us up on here, man. So they get yeah. to see us. I'm about to go get up on my parents, man. Like, yo, yeah. Hector's parents watch. Hector's parents <laughs> watch the show. What, what's going on? Where you guys at? Right, right. right. So, so yeah, they get to they get to watch and they get to see us, man. Cause you know, with like my mom, especially, you know, she saw us when we was little kids, bro. And now she's seeing us as grown men, you know, kind yeah. of doing what we're doing. And so she got to witness that transformation. And she's watching every Monday, bro. She tells me every Monday she watches it. Um, she'll watch it during her lunch break. And if she doesn't, then you know she'll sit down and she'll put it on the TV at home and she'll watch it with my dad. And it's it's cool, man. Like. So, so, so that memory of who I am now is much more fresh than it ever was in the past because there's not this three or four year gap where they don't get to see me. Yeah. Um, you know, they get to they get to kind of be a part of this journey as we're taking it step by step, you and I. And it, it's kind of cool, man, because like and then 
like I said, you know, these connections that I'm making, this is, this is who I am. So that when the next time I go back, they see me and they can absorb that energy for themselves. And then, you know, who knows how it'll turn out. Maybe we'll have another dope ass cypher or something, man. It'll be cool. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward <laughs> to it, man. Like I, I love the idea of it, y'all. And that, yeah, you're right, bro. That break sometimes is necessary. You know, you got to rediscover you. You got to kind of repave the foundation a little bit. You know, that's necessary as a person. Um, especially as a man, you know, we, we kind of have to learn along the way, you know, we're kind of creatures that learn the hard way, if you will, we got to put shit to to test to really figure it out. And so, you know, once we do that, then we can reconnect and be like, ah, like, here we are. Okay. And we can move from that. But I get that, you know, grandma Rosie kind of talking about the past you, cause that's the past memory of you that she remembers. That's the young Frank, you know what I mean? And now she gets to see the grown man, Frank, and it's just like, okay, okay. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of dope, man. It's just a high yeah, back. It, really, it was a real dope visit. You know, one thing I've been trying to be um, real intentional about, mm. you know, intention been our thing this year, man. That been our, that been, that been our um, what'd you say, our core value. That been our word right there. That's so, it. I've been trying to be intentional when I go visit my family and anybody, a friend. Mm. Like, yo. What you need done around here, man? You know, you know. I mean, I got, I got a little bit of skills. You need, you want to help move time? Did you? Were you thinking about moving time? You want me to hang a picture while I'm here? You know what I mean? You. I don't re, I rearranged my grandmother's um, living room for. Her. I picked up the old rug. She said she tied. She ready for a new look. She want got a new rug. You know what I mean? Yo, yo, when I come through, I want, I want to make somebody feel good. Mm-hmm. Like when I come, what am I here for? Right. Like you know what I'm saying? We are here. We are now. Why not make the best of it? You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? And yo, I go give my time to somebody else with a smile. Why can't I give it to my family? Like, you know what I mean? This is how I like to this is how I like to show my love. This is how I like to serve. Mm-hmm. You want some? You know what I mean? <laughs> so. I like that, man. That's cool, yo, cuz like today, um, you know, it was uh one of Kate's uh cousin's birthday. Um we we celebrated Happy birthday. birthday. Hell yeah, it was uh McKenna she much younger than Kate, you know, there's, a, there's an age difference between Kate's dad and her uncles. But um, anyways, Kate's youngest uncle, that his daughter, we celebrated her birthday and we did something cool today, man. It was different, but it was so dope. Um, we did a like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. And so, you know, we broke up into three different teams and then, you know, we had kids and adults on all the teams to kind of, you know, make it what it is. And um, it was like 25 or 26 items on the list. And, yo, we had to, like, go to drive around, go to the park, go to the gas station, go do all sorts of different shit to complete the scavenger hunt, man. And it was just kind of cool to, like, to, to put that different dynamic on, make it competitive, but still make it fun, too, you know, with the list of items. Yeah. That was and, um, man, that shit, was, that shit was dope, man. It was a different kind of connection, you know, because we just was there on Thursday to do thanksgiving and then we all came back around again on today sunday and we did it again you know and it was it was like yeah, man, it, was yeah. it was a cool family weekend like it was just Green good vibe man yeah it felt good bro both times felt good and like that that shit's cool to me man just just to be able to have that with the extended family you know what i'm saying because yeah, man, you I, like activities bro you be going and finding activities to do you be making up activities bro y'all like yeah. activities y'all some active yeah, body like, definitely definitely yeah, y'all just do something for halloween too like yeah, like you know what i mean get together and put something out for the kids and stuff too yep, yep we um we went aiden and i went um a couple weekends before and we put up most of the ha- the haunted house in her grandma's garage 
And then yeah. the next day, everybody came over and put up other finishing touches and stuff. So, yeah, we did that for the kids, man. Like, yeah, it's a, it really is an active kind of do this, you know, create those memories, bro. Because, like, when the kids get older, they're going to remember, oh, we used to do the haunted house at grandma's. And, yeah. You know, like, it's one of those things, man, that, you know, like, I'm going to go a little left here. It's not going to be a thing forever. You know what I'm saying? Time is no. very precious. No. And so while we can, you know, even when other people are not in the mood, man, I was like, you know what? I do want to do this. Like, cause I, I signed up for it. Aiden and I signed up for, you know, the first half of that and then let everybody else come do the finishing touches. But it was just like, we got to do it. Like I love Halloween. Hey, eh? but like, yeah, these memories, these moments, man, it feels good. And you know, like put a smile on and put those, you know, put a, I like scaring the kids, but don't give you, I love the kids, but I like scaring no. the shit. Man, too. <laughs> one of my favorite, one of my favorite things about this whole, that whole thing even your your son helping you out mm. is that like yo it's like you said it, it doesn't happen forever it's not like you know every time it, this is what you know every year y'all do this it's just you happen to do it this year and he helped he happened to help you build it mm-hmm. but what he's really getting out of you and and, and, and just watching you is just see, seeing like yo i my dad didn't have to be told to create this he thought this was a good idea to create this for the kids mm-hmm. and he did it you know what I'm saying? Yo, people right. don't move like that. Heck. Not everybody moves like that, man. Nah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yo, I know parents. I, I, yeah, I, <laughs> yo, I've been in situations where, like, like, I don't know, man. Not everybody put their kids first. Let's put it that way, right? Not everybody put their kids first. Sometimes it's, you know, I'm tired or, you know, so I don't feel like bringing them to, to their game or, you know, it's, it's always the I'm first, for sure. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's something to do with my, my stomach or I, I, um, uh, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> right, so, right. Some people make excuses mm-hmm. when it comes to doing something for, the, for their kids. If, 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 you know, if it, if it makes them a little uncomfortable. But you, you go and, <laughs> you go and create for them. So yeah. that they have a good time, bro. I like it, man. That's that's what I'm saying, bro. And that's that's the thing, man. We, we have to be willing to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because how do, you, how do we ever expect any kind of traditions, any good values, to carry on if we're not willing to carry it ourselves you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah yeah he, yep. and that's what my father i ain't even finished saying man him seeing that is gonna stick with him bro and he hopefully mm-hmm. he carry that too for his kids and stuff like that oh yeah i hope so be creative with whatever for real you know what i mean anything, anything. it could be a birthday it could be a get together it could be a, a a holiday whatever it is man make it a memory because i'm gonna always remember these halloweens you know what i'm saying more and more than the most more than most man like I can't, what, what, 13, 14 Halloweens as a kid I went, you know, trick-or-treating? I can yeah. remember, like, two of them, bro. But all the Halloweens we put together at the haunted houses, I remember all of them, you know all what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all like, yo, that, yeah, I want to create those, man. I, I feel like those are the kinds of gifts that are deserving, you know, to, to, to be immortalized in a way. Because, like, I like gift-giving, but I don't like buying bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't like buying things that someone can't use or, you know, find some peace or some comfort in, you know, or, or be able to have that tangible memory, not just a tangible item you could toss somewhere. I want a tangible memory, something you could go back to and remember a smell or remember some, a joke somebody said or, you know, something like I like those kind yeah. of things. That shit. That's what the haunted houses was. That's that's what today felt like, you know, that scavenger hunt. Because um, yeah. I got paired up um, with so Kate's brother, um, his baby mom, 
Like, her and I were on a team, Aiden, and then her oldest son. And, yo, we killed it. Like, our dynamic, we were uh, we were on it, bro. We were so solid. It was so fun, too, man. It was like, um, like I said, it was 25 different items, and we were so creative with figuring out solutions to get it done, man. Yeah. And it, it was just really dope. So, like, again, putting that dynamic that wouldn't otherwise exist, you know, because we just, we have very different lives. So, in that moment, we were together. And it's like, yeah, let's make the best of it. And then we killed it. We, in, in my opinion, we won. You know, yeah, there yeah, might yeah. be another team that said we didn't win, but I'll put it in. But yeah, it was so dope, man. The kids enjoyed the hell out of it. Like, smiling from ear to ear, bro. Both of them, Aiden and uh, Kyler, smiling ear to ear, man. It was just, it was just so much fun, bro. And then we all got back, you know, and we all got to chill. We got to play another game. And you yeah. know, it was like called Family Face Off or something. It's a really fun game, man. And we got to do that for like an hour. And it's just, you know, like that's that's what Cake Grandma is all about. Like she likes having that quality time and having everybody play games and do shit together. I love games, bro. I'm all about them. Video games, board games, card games, whatever. I'm it. You know what I'm saying? And so when other people are willing, bro, it makes it so much fun because there's a big group of us, like so all that to this, man, yeah, those those family get-togethers, those connections, bro, they're so, they're, they're necessary. They don't need to happen all the time, but when they do, man, yeah, I like to dive deep in that, and I like to be a part of it. I like to be a participant, you know what I'm saying? And so I encourage that for anybody out there, like, yeah, get get together with you, whether it's a, a Friendsgiving or a Thanksgiving with the fam, whatever, man, just be a participant of it, man, and enjoy that shit, because they don't come around too often, but when they do, man, you can make the best of it. You know what I'm saying? Some yeah. of, those are some of the best times, man, for real. Yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. And you oh, know what? One of my yo, it was, I do a lot of things to love about my trip, right? I'm like, I'm not gonna stop talking about it, right? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of my other favorite things that I that I really enjoyed, like, like my like I told you, my my youngest son, that's my road dog. He come with me, like he 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 makes sure he come on the trip with me and stuff like that. He he wants to be around, he wants to be in the mix with the family and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And like again, all weekend I was finding my elders. I was call, I was start, I was creating conversations. I was start, I was a conversation starter. Okay, mm-hmm. and and they just want they want to pour into me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They see they see that I'm in this stage in my life where I'm moving a lot and I'm trying to get things done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they they want to give me some encouragement. They want to give me some wisdom. They want to they want to they want to share with me what path they took and maybe you know why why I should or shouldn't take it. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm creating these open dialogues and I mean real conversation. We was having some heart to heart like all of them. Mm-hmm. And my son's my son's in the back. He's listening in. He's he's he you know he's he's gathering information. He's learning about his, his ancestors. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and like all that, I thought was like dope because he was engaged, right? This is this is part of like teaching your young how to conversate, how to connect. Mm-hmm. I mean, we was having heart to hearts, bro. We was okay. Another another topic we had a conversation about clutter. Right. You know, you know, I'm, you know, you know, I'm like, Mr. I, I want to declutter everything. Like, you yep, know what I mean? Yep. My, um, my grandmother, my, my grandmother, my aunt, um, both of my aunts, like they're, they're at a place where they, they're real, like, you know, they're recognizing like, yo, I got too much stuff. This is overwhelming. I want to get rid of some stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we got to, we got to have an open conversation about that. Like where they felt like it came from, 
or whatever, right? My grandmother, my grandmother, my grandmother uh, had kids young. She was she was fourteen with her first kid. She had like seven of them, and you know, so when she was pretty much still a kid, she was learning how to raise kids. She that didn't teach her to be the most organized person, but still with all. It's still with all the uh, the things she's been through, mind you, her family her family migrated from the south, so mind you, they never really got to learn like keeping a household. They migrated from the south. They lived in Philly. She she might she migrated to Connecticut at some point. They lived in a project. You get what I'm saying? Right. You know, my my grandmother did some great things with her kids. None of them none of them kept them the, like the project mindset and and like you know stayed up in that that revolving door. You know what I mean? They kind of ventured out. They all, mm-hmm. you know, went off, brought home, started businesses, whatever, like, mm-hmm. you know, but some of them, some of them kept some of those, those ways that weren't so good growing up, you know, mm-hmm. with the, the, um, the, the clutter. So that was one of the open conversations we was having, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And it was dope because I got to connect something there because I, again, I was having a conversation with my other family who did come up in a house. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, everything was centered around the house. My great aunt Tita was telling me back in the day, like before schools even came in, like everybody had to take care of the home. There was things to do inside the house. And then, you know, they was growing their own vegetation and stuff like that. So there was things to do outside the house. The upkeep of the house was the most important thing. So when you go to that family house now, like you see a lot of it, like a lot of them keep things, they're really particular to keep things really nice. Mm-hmm. But it's the history though. You get what I'm saying? They came from, they came from that. They taught their kids that. You know what I mean? So a lot of their kids know a bit of that. You know what I'm saying? And like, I just like kind of connected two and two. It's like, yo, you know what? My grandmother didn't come come from a um a stable background. You know what I'm saying? Everything was all over the place. So it was like, yo, don't fault you. Like, so now now it's like we're just getting to this place. Where like, okay, we can't. You can't. You got to recognize you can't fault yourself for for that. You know what I mean? That was then. You know what I mean? This is now. Now you ain't got no kids. You ain't got seven, eight kids no more. Like, you know what I mean? Right. And now's not a bad time to learn. Auntie, mm-hmm. grandma, auntie, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Whoever. And I'm around, I'm around for whenever y'all want some help, man. This is what I like doing. You know That's what I'm saying? So, you put the bug in the ear, but then you offer your arms and support for that growth. Yeah. That means, bro. That's how you do it, man. I like that, bro. I like that a lot, Frank. <laughs> You, one thing I'm trying to, um, I'm really trying to be about Hector is really wearing my heart on my sleeve, right? Yes, sir. And I, all con- all conversations aren't comfortable conversations to have. Some of them mm-hmm. are uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So, one thing I like to do is like I like to make sure I'm in a space where it's like I'm not creating no embarrassment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like if I can make it a one-on-one conversation, I'm gonna make it a one-on-one conversation unless I can have it as open dialogue with my family. Yep. But not all the conversations are are comfortable. Matter of fact, me and Joy had a lot of uncomfortable conversations, man. She just—it's it's about time for her to start getting our lives, and she—she she trying to fight it and find uh, other yeah. things to for it, bro. I was, I was telling her like, yo, nah, you know, you say you're ready for that some more money to come. That's gonna come when you get our lives, goddamn it. You know that's the next yeah. thing. But anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not all conversations are easy to have, but I want to start wearing my heart on my sleeve, bro, and let's have the conversations because through conversations we get better. We elevate. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, we, we are better. Yo, Hector, me and you had a conversation and, and I don't know if uh, it's okay for me to bring this up, but when you was going through your whole court thing, mm-hmm. I said, yo, Hector, let's have a conversation, bro. Cause I've been through court. Uh, I've been through court before. I've been through the child support thing. I've been through the cu- the custody battle. 
I've been through it. You know, mm-hmm. my, my boy was, you know, 17, 17, 16. So we had that conversation. And I could tell from, like, our first conversation, you was real shaken up. You know what I mean? You was upset. You know, the emotions was running high. By the time, by the, before the court date came and we talked about it, Hector, your emotions wasn't up here. You was you, you found a you found a, a place to be level within it. You yep. get what I'm saying? You went through it. It's through conversations. It was an uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. But through conversation, you strength you strengthen your mind. You, you you fortified it. You know what I mean? To get ready for court, and that, it was dope. And you get what I'm saying? To to put on that, bro. You know, I was lucky to have that conversation with you because you were in a place to receive it. That's the big part of a conversation, bro. Is like, you know, one party is ready for it. The other party may not be so much. So that's when you run into those difficult conversations where, you know, someone might be uh, reactive in a way where you say something that triggers them. They're going to get emotional. They're going to get crazy. Um, yeah. Or they're not just ready to receive it. They don't want to hear you. I don't know what I'm talking about. Blah, blah, blah. I don't hear you. You're not, you're not saying nothing new to me kind of thing. You were in a place to share your insight, your wisdom, your experience, and help me kind of balance out my own. Okay, keep this, get rid of that, do this, don't do that kind of thing. Really help me set that up. Um, yeah. And I appreciate that, bro. And I, I, you know, thank you for that because, yeah, that did help me. That did give me a sense of courage um, to feel like I'm in the right. I'm doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? I am defending for myself for, for good reason. Won't go too deep into it. But that conversation, yeah, it was uncomfortable. And I, I feel like I did spill on you, bro. I, I feel like, because normally I keep that shit nice and tidy. And here's my cup and that's it. But like I was leaking, bro. And you were there to help me clean that shit up. And not everybody's capable of doing that. You know what I'm saying? But you were because, again, you've been through that. But you were in a good mindset, bro, where you could see that I was in need and you were willing to help me out. Yeah, and I was in a place where I could receive because I I wanted it, I needed it, and that's why I kind of spilled because I had a feeling, you know what, Frank could probably help me out. You know, I felt comfortable, and then that again, that heart on my sleeve, bro. You know, I've been trying to do that a lot in my life. I've been trying to be very vulnerable and very meticulous with my words and my actions and with the intent, and so I was able to come through with that unscathed. You know what I mean? Like in the long in in, in the long term. Now, it, the best thing worked out the way it could, man. I'm, and that shit humbled me, bro, because I've been eating humble pie my whole life, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I know how that tastes. And I didn't feel defeated. I didn't feel like, nah, this, you know what? This turned out to be okay. And now because it's the way it is, it's structured. It's simple. There's a, there's a letter. You got to follow it to the T kind of thing. And that's it. No questions asked. And it, it's nice. So having those open conversations, you know, or those one-on-ones, however you can, bro. I love them. I love having them. And yo, I'm still learning, bro. I'm I'm still learning how to be emotionally intelligent because when I'm talking to someone and we're having a, you know, one of those kind of heated conversations, I could feel the inside of me shaking because I'm like, oh man, I'm, I'm not trying to piss this person off. Like I'm getting timid because I don't want them to go fucking crazy or something I said, you know, and then <clears throat> me having negative anticipation you know, I get, I get scared. Excuse me. So difficult conversations are necessary and however, wherever. Yeah. Hell yeah. Take them. I, I like, I like, you know, I'm dying over here, bro. My throat is crazy right now. <laughs> hey. Nah, you, you, I'm with you though, heck man. Even though 
even though like the, the situation is going to get uncomfortable, it's going to get uncomfortable sometimes, right? It's you, you can't be, a, if, if you love a person, friend, mm-hmm. uh, family member, you know, relationship, mom, dad, whatever, if you love a person, even if you know they get irate, right? Mm-hmm. Or over, if you bring up a certain topic, like sometimes what you got to say is what they need to hear, even if they don't want to hear it. You get what I'm saying? And it's not, it's not. And when you plant the seed, what I'm trying to learn how to do, Hector, is, is plant my seed and get out of there, bro. They're not, yo, awesome, real, awesome, real. They're not ready to receive. They're not ready to receive. So if you, and then the more I sit there and argue, you know, bicker with you about why this is the, this is the correct action to take, and I'm being where you were. You're, you're getting you now. You really want to run further and further away from my answer because I'm arguing with you about it. Yep. So you got to plant the seed. Yep. Drop that shit. And be gone. Oh, I see you getting high right now. You know, I ain't mean to shake you up, bro. I just thought you should know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You want to get away from that. Yeah, we, <laughs> we don't stick around for planting it. You know, we're watching it grow. You know what I'm saying? We we put that shit in there and then we tend to it. Every now and then we tend to that shit and we let it grow. We let it flourish and we keep feeding it the nutrients it needs to grow. But we don't need to be sitting there every minute of the day watching the shit grow. You know, that's that's it's just unlikely, it's unnecessary. So I agree with you. You plant that seed yep. and, and you walk away yeah, until listen, man, ready for it. Anybody that loves you back, they heard you. If you planted the seed, anybody that loves you back, they heard you. Mm-hmm. If you try to plant a seed and they still seem like they didn't hear you, like, yo, you might be saying the wrong thing, but it's not from your lips that they're supposed to be hearing it. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's just not their... You, you gotta, like, yo, we gotta, like, really learn to uh, uh, appreciate when somebody's just not ready yet. Like, you know what I mean? We are all capable of elevating. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we're just not ready to elevate. Like, me and my aunt had a conversation and she was talking about, like, survival mode, like, right? We was talking mm-hmm. about church. But she was saying that, like, most people... Like most people in the churches I went to, they were trying to figure out how to survive, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're, that, that's the mold they're in. They're trying to figure out how to get um, food or, or food stamps. They're trying to figure out how to, to like, you know, find housing or, or you know, whatever turmoil they're going through is, is some, some loop that they're going through, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's when you're in the state of survival. These are the answers you're looking for when you come to churches. Things that can help you with survival. Mm-hmm. But once you master the survival part and you 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 straight and you got yourself standing on your feet, it's no longer survival you're interested in. You're you're interested now in thriving. Yep. You get what I'm saying? So it, it it becomes complicated because when you're still hearing the noise from the people who are still trying to figure out how to uh survive, like and you're trying to um talk to them, it's like you guys are just not on the same. You get what I'm saying? You're not you're not on the same understanding. You get what I'm saying? See, yeah. You, you guys aren't on the same. It's, it's just not there yet. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I don't know, bro. I'm just I, I want to learn how to have these conversations. I want to learn how to drop my seed back off. You know what I'm saying? Because any I feel like anybody that, that do love me, they heard me. Even yeah. if it was annoying as hell. If, if, yo, if I didn't let it turn into a fight, right? Then I walked away. I dropped my I dropped my piece and I walked away. I didn't let it turn into a fight. Mm-hmm. Like now, when I walk away, they ain't got no choice but like, what the fuck he talking about? That's the one thing. If I got to argue with you, I said a whole bunch of things. Now they gotta like filter out 
through all the things I said, what I was talking about. But right. if I just drop my seed, hey, yo, bro, that ain't right, man. Like, you know that shit ain't right. You know, you got to do better. Yep. <laughs> you know, I'm going to walk away. I'm like, who the fuck is I got to do better. You yeah. know? <laughs> right? Because, yo, you, the way you just put that was well, bro, well put. Because, like, yo, yeah, if you're, if you're running hot, right, with all the emotions, everything you say got to go through that emotional filter. And I can guarantee 90% of that shit doesn't make it through. They're going to let the shit that piss them off. The thing, because that's the thing about a memory, right? A memory most stuck is one is that it that has that emotional attachment. Yeah, yeah. So we went to the amusement park, you know, but do you remember that time we went to the amusement park with the whole family? We was all laughing and uh, you remember that emotion deep. So yeah. the thing with the filter, bro, with that conversation, if it's if it's emotionally hot, not everything is getting through like you just said. And then that seed itself might not make it through because they were so fucking hot. Nah, man, that shit burnt up on the way in kind of thing. They didn't want to hear it. So yeah, yeah. learning how to approach that, you know, those people that do have that more combative nature, you know, learning how to approach them and then, you know, put the seed in there, you know, maybe not even let them know you're planting the seed kind of thing. You just, you just drop yeah. it in and just kind of walk away real quick. You got to do this in, in such a way where it's like, yeah, that one thing sticks out the most because then that's going to be the thing that kind of recollects in the conversation and then in the memory later. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. What, you know, like you just said, I got to do better. Well, shit, what can I apply that to? And then let them yeah. start. I can apply it to they this. Can apply it. Figure apply it out. It yeah. yep, exactly. And when you start figuring that shit out for yourself, that's when it makes a change. You know what I mean? Yeah. This <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> cold air, man. This, this, this cold Colorado air got me. Got me messed up. You can keep it, man. I just came from North Carolina. It was warm over there, okay? Oof. Not over here, bro. It was cold today, bro. That wind chill, shit. And it, it snowed like a couple of days ago. And that cold yeah. is sticking around. It usually don't, man. But like tomorrow is supposed to be back up in the 50s. But oh, man, when it's here, bro, it, yeah, the dry air, the altitude, that should get me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, bro, like having having these conversations is so dope, man, because I'm I'm in a part this chapter of my life, I'm able to have those conversations with everybody. Yeah. I'm not going to say I've mastered it, but I certainly have gotten much better starting the conversation. Even when I'm the one that's, you know what? That person is just being an asshole. I don't need to tell them nothing. No. If you're being an asshole, you're likely target number one I'm coming for. You know what I mean? Like, I want to challenge that because I know we can do better because I've been in a point where I couldn't hear anybody. Everything was noise. But now I hear everything. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, if I can change that up, I know someone else can change it up too. Just like you were just saying, with your great aunt, with Grandma Rosie, you know, they they live in that survival mode. They have that old mentality of this is what it was. This is how it still is. But it's just like, nah, man, we decluttering now. You know what I'm saying? We're changing this shit up. And we're finding the things that are meaningful to us, that are beneficial to our existence. Everything mm-hmm. else is trash. We're getting rid of that shit now. So that's kind of where I feel like with my conversations, I feel like, yeah, I have to have that because while I'm here, again, I'm not going to be here forever. While I'm here, I want my, my presence and my participation in it all to mean something. For the yeah. people before me, especially for the people coming after me, I want them to see how I operate so that when their time comes to have these difficult conversations, there's nothing. 
you know? Nothing. Nothing, man. Aiden, Aiden's supposed to be Hector 2.0, man, in every way, man, whatever yes, way we can. Yes, sir. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it already almost got you in pool, bro. Yo. <laughs> yo. We, yo, we, we went out and played, man. And, like, yo, it's, it's just dope playing with him, bro. And I take every opportunity I can, man, because, like, you know, if the tables are full, you know, I'll ask him, hey, go go tell that person we got next on the table. Yeah. And he used to be like, oh, I don't, what, what should I say? And he'll look at me, and now he'll be like, all right. And he'll do it, you know. He'll figure it out along the way kind of thing. And it's like, yo, letting him learn how to figure shit out right there on the spot. Because yo, that's not a difficult conversation, you know what I mean? With our, with our teams, bro. Now, with our teams, I feel like that's exactly what we're supposed to be doing. Because now it's like we get to see you do make somewhat adult moves mm -hmm. before you're before we let you run off into adulthood and, and try to figure it out on yourself. You get what I'm saying? This is when yep. we get to monitor. But yeah, yep, we get, <laughs> as parents, as parents, we got to learn when to step back and, and let them take sure. the lead. Yep. But especially why we get to see it right here and now, because at some point they're gonna go take the lead and figure it out on their own. You know what I mean? And they might not come up with the right answers, man. They might come up with the answers that give them a shot or something. We don't want that, right? You know what I mean? Right. You know they they, they or either that. You know, we ain't about to get into that. <laughs> That's the whole thing. That's a whole thing. Yeah, I don't even want, I don't even want to get into that. I want to get back to what we was just talking about, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, setting them up, man. Setting them up to have that experience, to have those conversations, yo. Because this is, like I said, having having a conversation with a stranger saying, you got next on the table, that's not a difficult conversation. That's no. something that should be no problem. You know, the difficult conversations come when, you know, there's something on the line here. Like, you know, you're you're about to emotionally challenge me mentally, you know, physically. I got to put myself in a very uncomfortable situation to get a result that needs, you know, some kind of change. That's, that's what's difficult. You know, not, not who's got next or, Hey, can I yeah. have this to eat at, you know, if you go to a restaurant, like, yeah, we're teaching them to speak up for themselves. That's what I'm doing because I, I feel lucky, bro. You know, and I know a lot of it came from my hard headedness and just, you know, I was, a, I was a teenager. You couldn't tell me shit, man. Like yeah. the life I lived as a teenager don't tell me nothing. I'm figuring it out. Whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. Knowing that, you know, that I, I had an opportunity as a teenager to speak my piece whenever the hell I wanted to. You know, it wasn't always received well, but I still did it. And, you know, for a while there, I felt like, okay, I maybe need to tone it back. Maybe I just need to be quiet and observe. And I spent most of my early 20s observing and just being real quiet and listening and seeing how people did and moved and i got to a point man it's just like no man some people are assholes and need to be checked you know sometimes people need to hear that uncomfortable truth man because yo the truth hurts bro okay. yeah, but, for sure you know like yo but that's the thing like the, the truth hurts but man consider it consider it a blessing because if i love you enough i'm going to tell you something you know what i mean because yeah. if i didn't i wouldn't care do my thing and yeah, that's and then, you know what hector sometimes that's intention too though because mm. if you're telling him something, but your intention is for him to, to let him know that, to make him aware, to raise their awareness, like, yo, bro, the way you're behaving is uncalled for in this office. That's not how you treat people. Mm. And, and, you know, don't, don't expect us, you know, don't, don't expect respect when you're treating people like that. Yeah. Maybe he, maybe that person, he, she don't know that, you know, mm. because nobody else ever stood to them and told them that, you know what I mean? Everybody else 
you know, some people just don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Give them something to think about. Plant that seed. Yo, you're a fucking jerk. <laughs> just walk in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I'm a jerk. I'm a jerk. You <laughs> go talk to the next person. You know this guy called me a jerk? Yeah. They'd be like, well, you, well, you kind of are. So if you, if you have, if I can speak freely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like you said a moment ago, man. You can say something to somebody, but just because it came from you doesn't mean that they were in a place or the right mindset to receive it. It might have to come from somebody else to confirm that. You know, be it their yeah. therapist, be it their partner, be it their own kid. Someone else says that very same thing you said, and it hits a whole different way. Different way, yeah. Locks a whole different, you know, like a whole different set of things. And I've learned that how even though that is the most annoying and frustrating thing I've ever experienced, like I just gave you truth and you didn't think it credible. Somebody else had to validate it for you. To me, sometimes that's annoying, but I now understand, like, yo, it's necessary, man, because, like, you know, not everybody's going to be on that, like we were just saying, that same frequency, you know what I'm saying? Not everybody's going to hear me the same way I deliver it. You know, it's got to go through all sorts of different channels, man, whether they had a bad day, whether they were having a bad year, there's all sorts of things that got to get filtered through, so they might not receive it, but they go home and say that very same thing I said, and someone's like, like you just did. Yeah, yeah you kind of are a jerk, if I'm being honest. Oh shit! Yeah. Maybe it is a me problem, you know. Yeah. That's when you get. <laughs> so it starts changing then, man. And we're not <laughs> in control of that, bro. But we are definitely able and capable to be the farmer. Here's the seed, and that's that's it. The farmer's that's job is that seeding, you know. So yeah. it's you know, it's yeah. wild, bro. I love the ability <laughs> to say something different ways, man. That shit to me is just it's magic, bro. It's magic, you know. Yeah. You know, so hey, there's there's two things I want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about um uh, the 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 phrase I hear a lot. I don't like people. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about that, and then I also you said something earlier about uh, the ego, and I and you know this been a, I feel like this has been a study for me since the, the beginning of the year. I'm like just so fascinated with the ego, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to just share my thoughts. This is just my thoughts. This is my this is my hypothesis. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you know, this, I mean, I guess it has something to do with some of the stuff stuff I've been reading too. But like, what I'm starting to recognize with me, right, is I don't feel like the ego is all bad, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. You know what I mean? I don't feel like the humble is all good, right? Because you there's there are two sides of the coin. You have your ego, and then you have your humbleness, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's good to kind of cultivate both of them. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when you haven't cultivated your ego or cultivated your humbleness, then what, what happens is, is you have like a childlike ego and a childlike humbleness. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? A childlike ego, they're going to let their emotions speak for them all the time. You're going to be talking to the emotional version of them. That's the ego talking. You get what I'm saying? So if, if ever if ever I'm... I'm upset. You know how we was just talking, you can't get through to me? Mm-hmm. Th- that's my ego coming out to protect me. That's my kid ego. He's not mature. But that's yeah. how he comes out to protect me. He ain't, I ain't trying to hear nothing. Shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. That's, that's your kid ego, right? Yep. Now, uh, an immature humbleness, right? An immature humbleness, they don't know how to say no. Mm-hmm. You're too nice. You get what I'm saying? Yep. When, you don't, when you don't cultivate your humbleness now, now when people are asking you to do something, if they're asking you for money, you don't know how to say no. 
that's an immature that's an immature that's an immature nice person that's an immature humbleness like mm-hmm. i'm a nice guy but you ain't i ain't listening you ain't getting everything from me are you kidding me i don't do those okay right right i can come hang up a picture for you though if you like you know what i'm saying um you know what i mean i, I share I, I serve how you know I, I serve how i love and i love how i serve man absolutely but, so now a mature ego this is now again this is just my opinion a mature ego because the ego is important, mind you. The ego is where your fun side is. The ego is where, you know what I mean, the jokes come from. Like, mm-hmm. the ego thinks of that shit. But it's it's a mature a, a mature ego. You get what I'm saying? A mature ego, if, you, if you're mature with your ego, right, you can say a joke and not offend anybody. You, you'll figure it out. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You can, you, you can, you can be a jerk without even seeming like a jerk. Like, you know what I mean? It's just speak your truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, the ego, I feel like an adult ego is going to protect you. You know what I mean? When you need protection, but he ain't going to be yelling and screaming all the time. He, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, and a, a mature humbleness, I mean, I guess I already kind of explained it. He's not going to be saying yes all the time. He's not going to be, he's not, he's going to be kind, but he ain't going to let you walk all over. Exactly. You know what I mean? A mature humbleness. And, when you are when when you have your ego and your 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 humbleness and alignment, you won't hear a question about any subjects. You get what I'm saying? You know how like um, a topic or scenario comes up, and then you're kind of divided on it. You have one way you have one way of thinking about it that mm-hmm. that like you know it's almost like oh fuck him, and then you have another way that think about it, like okay maybe he's really going through something. You get what I'm saying? Right. But when they're in alignment, there's only one answer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when, it, when every when a topic scenario whatever comes up, when you're in alignment, it's only one answer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they both, you know, both sides of you agree with this one answer. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's wholeheartedly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. But that's just that's just my hypothesis on it. <laughs> no, I agree with it, bro. I absolutely agree with that. Like all good things, man. Balance, balance is necessary. And so, you know, those two things are at the opposite end of the scale. So yeah, you know, operating with one too much is not healthy. You know, in, in nah. delivery or receiving, and the same for the other. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you can't get walked all all over, or you could be doing the walking over. Yeah, that's the ego at its peak, walking all over you, yep. and getting walked over. That's the that's the humbleness at its lowest. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's how I feel. That's no, that's <laughs> truth, bro. That's absolute truth. And so finding that balance to give them, yeah, like you just said, yo, with that example with the joke. Shit, maybe the joke is too much. Where you're you're understanding, you know what? Maybe I don't even need to say the joke. And be good for it, you know, and not feel bothered yeah. any other way, kind of thing. Like, because everybody likes cracking a joke, man. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and the more rich the joke, the more the more people remember it, and then you know that kind of inflates your ego a little bit. Like, yeah, I said something funny, you know, everybody laughed at it, kind of thing. But then you could just always walk away with it too. Uh, I'm not gonna say that, but you know, you you could keep it to yourself, kind of thing. Like, there's power in that for sure, and just and just knowing when and how to deliver that thing. Whether it needs to be delivered at all or not, and it's not always going to be received. But you know, if you can give them one solid answer, you could say your piece that makes sense, and that's it. There's that plant and that seed thing. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, yeah. that's it. Done. And that's so it. I like that, bro. Yeah, that's it's very necessary, man. So I implore everybody to take time and and really practice, like you know, because the ego runs amok, bro. You see that more than anything out out there. You know, people not not willing to receive any kind of crit, uh, critique. No one wants to hear, you know, something bad about themselves, man. 
Because if yeah. they do, they want to go off the hinges. And who said that? You know, why? They, that's not true. And Well, I mean, maybe it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if you're in a place where, ah, you know what? I am a jerk. Well, then how do I fix that? Here's how I fix that. Kind of, you figure that shit out. Going back full circle, you figure it out. And that's where, that's where the mind starts to change, man. That's where the emotional intelligence starts to unlock. And you don't have to answer with an angry or with a sad response. You can take that shit because your heart's right here. Boom. Yo, you know what? Put it right there. Tell me what's up. Let me hear it. Correct me. If I'm messing up, I want to be corrected. You know, I'm not, I'm not too big beside myself thinking I know everything. No, I used to think I did. And now I know I know nothing, you know, in reality, man. I know a lot about a little kind of thing. And I'm yeah. still willing to learn every day, man. And that, that's something that more people need to be willing to do, bro. For real, it's, we just can't receive nowadays, man. And that makes it hard, bro. For real. Yeah. Yeah, man. I agree. So going into that, bro, like, you know, it's cool. Cause like, you know, we, we, we have all sorts of ways to say things and re- and to deliver. And so do you know what a pangram is? If I explain it to you, you'll know, but a pangram. Pam Graham. Pan Graham. So you heard the saying, the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. You heard of that, right? No, I didn't. I never heard that one. Okay. So so it's this whole English thing. And so if you write that down, right? The quick Quick. brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. It has every letter of the alphabet. And, you know, at least for me, you know, I always liked English in school, man. I always liked literature. So that, you know, that's just something I heard and I always liked. But then as an adult, man, I realized that that was a thing. That wasn't just, you know, that's it. This is the sentence. No, it was called a pangram. Yeah. I looked into it a little bit more, and then I found a pangram that I was like, oh, shit. I, like, that sticks with me a lot more. So going full circle, I knew what a pangram was, but it didn't stick with me until I heard it a different way from a different source. Yeah. So that shit when i discovered that i had to throw it into mid journey bro you know what i'm saying i had to see mid, what mid journey would do for it yeah, yeah. So, again the pangram the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog the one that i heard was yeah. sphinx of black quartz judge my vow i was sphinx like yo that- judge my vow yeah, I was like, yo, that's that's kind of it has every letter of the American alphabet. In it. That one sentence has every letter. And yeah. so like I, said, I let Mid Journey play with it, bro. And they're like, boom, dog, like this, you know what I mean? Like this thing came up with something crazy, bro. <laughs> what in the world is that? Batman? No, it's a sphinx. It's a sphinx made of black quartz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> That's gonna look like one of them African gods or something, man. Yo, it really do. It, it's got it's got a very like a dubious kind of vibe to it, man. It should yeah, yeah, really remind cool. me of that that dog that dog guard or whatever you call them. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly like, bro. But yeah, just you know, like I thought, man, that shit's cool, man. Like to, cause I'm always I'm that visual guy, bro. So like I said, when I discovered that, I was like, oh man, I want to know, you know, another one. And then I went on a little journey to figure it out, and now it sticks yeah. with me more, man. That's the good be the one I use, bro. So. Like, I just I like I like the ability, man, to to be vulnerable in that stage of learning and receiving, and a lot of comes a lot of that comes with knowing that I don't know shit, man. I'm still learning, and you yeah. know I'm always I'm always gonna have room in my mind and in my soul 
to expand, you know, to gain some knowledge. And that's just one of the few ways to do it, man. I feel like just little things like that, just revisiting shit I heard as a kid and then revisiting as an adult. And then like, oh man, put, let me put some intention behind that. Let me put some mindful thoughts behind that. And then that came up, you know what I'm saying? Using mid journey. So it's just like, this is just fun, man. Like how creative we can be when we're in a situation where we can receive and deliver in a healthy manner. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I, I almost that, that almost remind me of like the Tooley Twist. Yeah. Of. Yep. Yep. Very remind similar. Me of that a little bit. Very similar, bro. Like people people need more Tooley Twist, bro. You, you got to keep on. Twist it up. Why not? Mix it up, man. <laughs> you got to, bro. Um, you got to. Yeah. So yeah. I know I know we we creeping up on the hour now. Well, we are on yeah. the hour now, but there was yeah. one more thing that was like a, a a highlight or a main topic for my visit, right? Mm. Me and Joy talked a lot about like going on social media live or whatever. Mm. I told her it's my first time like really venturing into it. I jumped on the on the live a couple of times or whatever. Like I was trying to encourage her. Right. And um, you know there's a uh, like I don't know, a fear of sharing. There's a fear of like I don't know, maybe the acceptance. Mm-hmm. Like all things, it was crazy because it was all things I felt. What Joy was going through is all things I felt, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yo, you know, what do I want to say up here? Like, I don't even really like being out here. Like, and one thing I used to say is I don't even really like people like that. Like, you know, saying mm-hmm. like, I don't, it, for me, that was me being more like me and like, I don't like mingling. I don't like entertaining. I don't like, uh, um, how can I say, being in the mix of, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Almost, I guess, similar to kind of like how, like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really a fan of crowded places. Like, I'll see a crowded place, I'm like, yeah, nah. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, it was, it was actually probably like the past two months. I started wondering, like, where did this feeling come from that's stopping me from getting our lives? Mind, mind you, everything we like, everything we try to do when we, when we hit this roadblock. Like, this is how I'm starting to feel. Like, when I hit a roadblock, and I, like, Hector, I've been talking to you about going live for like how many months, bro? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now it's November. It's the end of the year. I finally got up there, like, for real, for real. A, a, a few back-to-back times. Oh, yeah. And, like, so these were things I was trying to figure out. Like, where is this coming from? What's stopping me, right? Mm-hmm. And then it, it it drew me it, it drew me back to this 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 thing, this phrase I used to say, I don't like people. Mm-hmm. And, it, and then I started thinking, like, yo, when did that happen? Like, I, I, I used to be a people person. You know what I mean? Right. And anybody, you know, anybody who who can who who can relate, you know what I mean. Like when I was in high school, I was a lot more outgoing. I'll talk to people. I'll be the first one to break the ice mm-hmm. when a new a new person come in. That was me. Like I, if I started at a job and you know, I don't know. I'm I'm like very hey, how you doing? Good morning. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. And not everybody likes that. Not everybody likes that energy. Not everybody likes that. Other people likes your energy. Like introvert, yeah. extrovert shit. Yeah. Yep. So, um, what I noticed started to happen over time was, um, and this is how, this is how I like to phrase it. I am a, I am a person of light. We are a lot of us are people of light. You get what I'm saying? We when we come around, there's a light about us. There's there's something that that kind of glows. You know what I mean? There's like people people I don't know. People are happy to talk to you. You know mm. you're, you're happy to talk to people. Is 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 you know what I mean? And I used to have that in abundance when I was young. I like 
who didn't like it, who cares? Like, I wasn't worried about it. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, I used to just mind my business and keep it moving. But when I started working in the workforce now, when I'm start when I started doing work in nine to five, then like I had to answer to people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And these people were my my supervisors and managers. And for some reason I rubbed them the wrong way. Right. Like I used to start feeling like I had to dim my light. I had to mm-hmm. I had to dim who I was. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I had to learn how to fly under the radar. I couldn't be, you know, as happy. Like I used to be like I used to be coming in and, and, and working and hoping they don't see me. Like, let me just go do my job. Like, <laughs> like for real. And, and that's where it came about where I started like, I don't like people, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I could never tell you what it was for real, right? <laughs> I'm out here trying to be my best self. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and somebody upset and you know, I'm get suspended for work or they're figuring out ways you get what i'm saying yeah. now, i'm not the only person that goes went through that and i know joy's been through something similar mm-hmm. so when i heard her saying this this i don't like people kind of thing it's like i i was like look because we got we got to get past that okay because mm-hmm. it's not people you don't you don't like the situation you went through in a per and you but you can't really blame the person i don't know i i, I don't know how to explain it hey it, it's almost kind of like that survival and thriving thing like if somebody has a problem with you and and you sharing your light, mm-hmm. it's an insecurity. Mm. It's something in them. You get what I'm saying? It's not yeah. you. You know what I mean? And uh, unfortunately, it's taken out on you. But look, right. the way I see it, Hector, he had to be there because I wasn't supposed to be there. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. He was just the messenger to let me know I wasn't supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. You know? This place is not for you. You too happy. You too bright. Get out of here. Like, you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. In the moments, in the times, I wanted to blame somebody. I was upset. But when I got over it, it's like, yo, I'm happier doing what I do now than when I was over there. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I had to go over there, pull whatever I could pull from them, and keep it moving. It's like... It's like when people, you know, they ask, you know, know, God, give me a sign. Man, well, shit, that was one of them. You know what I'm saying? That was a sign. It didn't match your energy, man. You got to find that place in yeah. which you fit in, right? Yeah, we be ignoring signs like a mother, yo. Yes, we do. You can be, bro. We're, we're good at anything. We're good at ignoring, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we are good at ignoring what we're supposed to do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We're good at, cool. You know what I mean? Just to be comfortable, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Just for a little comfort. We got to ignore what we're supposed to be doing. Right, man. A lot of us will exchange a whole lot of everything for some comfort, bro. Like, for some comfort. Yeah, we will do that. Bro. But, yo, That's real. You know what, Hector? I feel like I know it can't just be me. Mm-mm. Comfort is comfort is our battle. I know a lot of people talk about traumas and stuff they got to get over. Yo, we got to get over this comfort first. Mm-hmm. Comfort, yo, this everything's too easy, bro. Everything is too freaking easy. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, one of the things they they mentioned in the book Atomic Habits I was reading, right? He mentioned like uh, how they make they make it easy for you to be to stay distracted. If you're on YouTube, you don't even have to press the button; just keep looking at the screen. They're gonna play the next video for you automatically. Yep. That yep. is. You get what I'm saying? Right. Back in my day, you know, we we had a we had a v, VHS tape. You had to get put it in. You had a favorite part in that movie. You had to rewind it back, press play. Oh, no, it's not there yet. Keep grinding back. Oh, shit, we went back too far. <laughs> shit. It's different, man. It's definitely different. We don't want to go back to that, but that's definitely. what it is. We're battling. We're definitely battling on comfort, though. You know yeah. What I mean? 
too easy to come lay down on the bed, turn on the TV, you know, and just kind of like zone de- out, de- decompress yeah. on, on, you know, anything. You know what I'm saying? Yep. No, that's true, bro. I've, I've I've lived it. I've seen it. I still do see it. It it is definitely a thing, man. Like you know, we talked about this a bunch of times, bro. You know, where it's all about convenience, man. You know, everything built nowadays is for the sake of convenience. And we soak that shit up, man. Because, yeah, there are so many people out there battling to find some comfort. And then there are some people doing everything they can to stay comfortable. To stay so, comfortable. Yeah. Yo, yeah, we get lost in the middle there somewhere. Like, man, you know what? The middle yo, is that, too, comfort, that comfort will stop you from moving, yo. That, that yeah, comfort will stop you from your greatness. Yes, it you will. know what I mean? That, you know what? That was. I, I'm gonna just go out there and we just come out and, and say it out here, and I hope Joy hears it. That's what <laughs> me and Joy was talking about. Like, you know what I mean? Joy was able, and mind you, again, Joy came from these people I was just telling you about earlier in the show. Like, you know what I mean? She, they, they, they've come from. My, her mom came from the project, left the project, came and moved down south and, and started her own family in mm-hmm. a house in a small town that was like, a, you know. And your next door neighbor was like freaking five miles up the road. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Joy explained that she felt very isolated in there. But she came from that. She she brought she she owned I think she owned like two or three houses already, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like she she whatever whatever ceilings her parents took her to, she already took it and raised it. You know what I'm saying? That's Joy. Yep. But in all that, in all the all she been through fighting cancer, divorce, and all that, she found a place of peace where she is, mm-hmm. and she's peaceful there. It's peaceful, so why you risk know, it, right? And when you find that peace sometimes, yo, like, you don't want to leave it. You want to, yeah. but it, it can be, it can cause stagnation. It's going to, it's going to cause you to, to stay put yeah. where you're supposed to be growing. Yep. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Now, at this point now, at this point now, it's like self-sabotage. Mm. Now we, now, now we're damning our own life. Mm. We out here. We supposed to be out here shining bright, Joy Isley. Okay. <laughs> Y'all met her. We had her up on here, man. She's yeah. doing for another one, bro. For real. Yeah. Any <laughs> everybody, man. Don't let nobody damn your light. If it, yo, if it's if it's if the place is giving causing that much friction, just because you're there and you know you're not doing anything wrong, you know you do a good job, even though they don't tell you good job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. You are a person of light. Don't let them dim it. Not Maybe that's not where you're supposed to be. Listen to the sign. Mm-hmm. Okay? They be coming, be kicking us right in the ass. Okay? <laughs> and then we just get up and take another kick in the ass. Okay? That's it. <laughs> but you got to be in a place to receive it. Don't forget that. got to be in a place yep. to receive it. So open up, man. Get your heart yeah, up sir. on it, man. Yeah, Thank you. It's all hey. with good intention shit. Yeah, we are we are hour and ten now. Hey, right? okay, yes, sir. I'm, I'm, we'll go ahead and close. I can talk all day, man. Go ahead and close it out. Hey, no shave November. Yeah, we we still here, man. Ugh. Still here. All Ugh. right. St. Jude's push up challenge. Yep. Anybody get involved? Do a couple. If it's not for St. Jude, do it for yourself. Do it for mm-hmm. your health. That's it. That's what we about. Yep. You know and uh. I can go ahead and close this out, man. Yeah, man. Always a blessing up on here, bro. Good dope-ass convo, just like last week. Lots of good feedback. Love seeing <laughs> all of you participate, ask questions, talk and share. Keep doing that, please. But in the yes. meantime, for all y'all that came through and let us borrow some time, we'll see y'all next week. On peace of your mind. Much love.
Nah, hold on. I know I ended this wrong last time. We hit the 